with John Miller and Peyton Hanna. Thanks for joining us. We are now a weekly podcast. Excited to bring this to you every week. We'll talk some football today. We'll talk some baseball today. Some we'll, politics. We'll talk some... <laughs> who won the Republican debate? I must know. Well, I didn't even watch it. Was It It was last I, week when we, we were filming we were when recording. it was going on. We took all the ratings and Fox <laughs> wasn't happy with us, so... Uh, but yes. that won't be a problem anymore. We assure Fox and everyone else. So yeah, we won't conflict with any more debates. We'll <laughs> we'll arrange our podcast recording around the debate schedule. So uh, yeah, we'll talk football. We'll talk baseball. We'll talk golf. Is there anything else? I think that's a good to mix. be talked. It's a good mix. It's nice to talk football again. We have football weather kind of back. It's no longer like 100 degrees outside. Yeah, right around the corner. It's going to have the fall feel. And, yeah, that little patch of 100 and what was it, 110 uh, degree days, yeah, that got old fast. It was brutal. So we had that, and then you had like two days where it was like 75. <laughs> and then we went right back to 100 degrees. It was yeah. just like this is brutal. Missouri. I don't, I don't live in Phoenix. <laughs> like I should not be – Dealing with this shouldn't right be now. cooking eggs on my windshield. <laughs> Correct. But. We don't want any eggs on the windshield. That's for sure. Uh, I do want to issue a public apology to Ryan Murphy for making funny <laughs> making fun of the mustache last week. I texted him. He after. wrote a strongly worded letter to our producers, and John had a little. We had to get talked to a little bit, and now he's gonna have to publicly apologize i have to, I have to walk my now. comments back yeah i might get canceled over this yeah. we'll see please don't file your class action ryan <laughs> please don't so i did text him afterwards and apologized and you know he was brokenhearted by my comments um still is yet to forgive me which that's okay i, I deserve <laughs> you know this little bit of tension going on right now but I wanted to take this moment on this highly listened to audio platform and issue my apology. So I'm sure he can grow great facial hair. Sorry for making fun of the mustache. Yeah, we'll forget it ever happened. We'll move on. We're sorry. Yeah, I I wanted to shave my beard this week, but my wife does not like the way my face looks without facial hair (laughs) on it. So that's insulting. It's like, oh, so the way that like I'm supposed to look if I'm clean shaven is just so hideous. Yeah, kind of. So you took out your anger on Ryan. So I took out my anger on Ryan instead. Mm. So anyway, so I apologize. Uh, I haven't looked. He said, you know, he was going to give us a one star review as a result of the comment. I have not checked to see if that was the case or not. But all I can say is it's deserved and. I'll fall on the sword because I put myself on the sword. Gotcha. So, all right, let's let's break. Coming up next, we're going to talk uh, football. We'll talk college a little bit, probably more NFL. heavily on the NFL. Yeah. But Mizzou does play tomorrow, and we will talk a little bit about that. Uh, and also maybe we can discuss what games we're looking forward to this weekend because there are some pretty decent college football games going on this weekend. So, yeah. anyway, we'll get into that next uh, we'll take a brief time out. We're back to talk football. What, 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 what. 
Welcome back to the Battery Sports Podcast with John and Peyton. We're a week and a day out from the NFL as we record today. So, I know, it's it's really not terrible. It's okay. Um, Just are you making an appearance? Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, sorry, I have my daughter in my arms right now. It's been a tough day. Tough day in the Miller house, so... We're just hanging out, aren't we? Yeah. So, yeah, uh, excited. A week and a day from today is the NFL opener. The Chiefs are the Thursday night game. Who do they even play? For the opener? Yeah. The Detroit Lions. What the heck? Yeah, what, what, pretty what, random What are we doing? Scheduling, but this isn't Thanksgiving. Why are the Bowl, Lions Super playing Super Bowl on a, preview. No, why? <laughs> I mean, like, don't give me, like, whatever. Jared Goff, like, I like this new hard-nosed Lions team. I don't know that they're as good as everybody says they're going to be. But you need, like, a sexier matchup for the yeah. season opening game. Like, you need, I don't know, Chiefs-Bills or Chiefs-Ravens or, you know, give me something that – Eye-opening, you know. So, I don't know. So, Chiefs and the Lions a week from tomorrow – uh, Chiefs right now are without probably their best defensive player, Chris Jones. He's still holding out. What's going to happen with that? Pay the man. I don't know what the big deal is. It, what What's all the deal with that? Mahomes could pay him out of his <laughs> his own deal. Yeah. I mean, we've seen his house on the the show. We saw the the hole, the golf hole he's got on his own property. Yeah, he's got an extra few bucks to throw around. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I think he's just holding out for a. A contract is really what it comes down to. He's under team control for this year, but didn't show up for OTAs, wasn't in training camp, didn't play in the preseason. He's holding out, entering his age 29 season. He wants an extension, and they're saying that he wants an extension that exceeds that of Quinn and Williams. So, I mean, he's their best defensive player, isn't he? Yeah, I'd say so. So... What what so when did this like culture of holding out and like manipulating contracts and stuff start? Because I can't even remember. Hmm. Do you know? That's a good question. Um, it gets old sometimes, honestly. Yeah, it totally does. Um, I understand like why he's doing it, but it seems like there's always something going. Well, on. and there's there's part of it. I can kind of fall in either camp depending on the situation. Yeah. There's sometimes where a guy signs up a contract mm-hmm. and then he outperforms the contract and then maybe it's a seven-year deal and he gets three years in and he's outperforming. Yeah. Well, then he wants a new contract. It's like, that's not that's <laughs> not the way a contract works. Yeah. You're the one that signed the seven-year deal. If you were underperforming, I bet you were going to give them a discount. Mm-hmm. So like that, I don't understand if it's a situation where guys are getting franchise tagged okay i i get it a little bit more especially because they do have a limited window to make money i mean how long is an nfl career probably pretty short on average yeah i mean some guys are gonna play for 15 years but that's not very many most of them are gonna play for less than four probably and so you've got a very tiny window to maximize your earning potential so i, I understand it from that side um I don't know. That's a good question. When did this start? Who started it? Because it, it takes away from what you really want to be discussing is the actual sport itself. And mm-hmm. now we're just talking about business. Which it's is something what it that is. happens in like every sport now where someone is 
doing something or sitting out and it's just not good for the game but I don't think there's any way to like fix it that I know of but it just it's funny sometimes because like teams get strong-armed into signing people like the Cowboys and Ezekiel Elliott like that was probably one of the worst contracts ever and we'll talk a little more about that later but yeah that comes to mind what uh he's where new england now new england is the backup yeah that's interesting Looking like an o-lineman these days though but is bill belichick let him wear the crop top like he used to in <laughs> dallas and ohio state uh i don't think so <laughs> even though bill likes the cut off sleeves that's and true. stuff yeah. i mean it's just a different part of the shirt he's always a, he, bill's about showing some skin yeah right? <laughs> he likes to show, show the guns skin. off yeah, right. there. the bill belichick guns mm-hmm. <laughs> um so, okay, so the Chiefs play a week from Thursday. We still don't know what will happen with Chris Jones. Uh, the Lions, are you buying what everybody's – I am buying up Lions stock this year. I think that – I mean, obviously the NFC North is going to be like anyone's to win this year with Rodgers out, and the Packers were kind of on the like downward trend there like last year. But, I mean, Jordan Love is a big uh, – question mark we don't really know like what he can do it seems like uh most backup quarterbacks we have like an idea but he really didn't get that much time to play which I thought it was a bad move for the Packers last year when Rodgers uh like was having the talks with them and like trying to basically strong arm them they should have just went with him and traded Rodgers for as much as they could have got, and like then you'd have a whole season to see what Love could do, and then if he did bad, you could move off him and have all these picks like from uh, Aaron Rodgers. But, but don't don't you think that GMs have in an ideal situation they would operate differently than they actually operate. Yeah. If you're independent of a fan base, if you're if it's independent of a player that's been there for 15 years, that everybody's got his jersey, that he's you know <laughs> won these big games, he's these hail marys. Like if all of those things you just threw out the window and they never existed, then yeah, that's a you know maybe that's a decision you make. But when you throw all of that baggage in, then it kind of complicates things. Like, don't you think there's probably there's different layers of thinking for a front office on how they have to handle that because of oh, yeah. the it's reaction of the fan base. Sensitive matter because yeah. no one wants to be the GM that traded Aaron Rodgers or traded Brett Favre or Peyton Manning or any of that. But yet you'll also hear like some of the best GMs will say, if you're going to start operating like a fan, you're going to be you're going to end up sitting in the stands. Like yeah. that's because you're going to lose your job that yep. way. So I don't know how you walk that line. I mean. I think of like Theo Epstein when he was in Boston and he traded Nomar Garcia Parra at the trading deadline and Nomar had been there forever. Well, that helped spark the Red Sox what they got back. They used that to win World Series. Uh, you know. Traded uh, the Cardinals traded Jim Edmonds for a guy named David Freeze. Yeah, people were mad, including myself, that Edmonds was let go. Yeah, that I worked think it out. Worked okay. out all right. Yeah, but yeah, I think you're totally right. I think. There's a famous, I don't know if it's a like saying or a motto, but Bill Belichick and the Patriots for many years, it's get off a guy a year early before a year late because you don't want to be stuck with somebody based on fan love or like 
attachment that's going to end up hurting your team. So it's better to move off early and see what you can get. Don't want to put yourself in a position where you're paying for past performance instead of future performance or present. And I think that that's, that's the risk that they run into. So, yeah, I don't know. The, the Packers are uh, – I, I mean, I was listening to the Dan Patrick show earlier today, and there's one publication that has them finishing last in their division, which is – I mean, it's the Packers. Like, they've been from Favre to Rodgers. Like, they've been so dominant, um, but yet – Maybe not. Maybe not this year in the NFC North. Who do you have winning that division? I know we were – I mean, this. I don't know if you want to get into picks now or yeah, – Yeah, I'll pick. I think the Lions are going to win. But, I mean, it's <laughs> – this is like another situation where I might be letting my heart pick over my mind because, like, everyone loves Dan Campbell and the Lions story over the last couple of years, and they've definitely been trending up and – this is definitely their time to make a move and like strike because Rogers is gone. The division's wide open. I so think if they're that, not on hard knocks. Is everybody <laughs> on the Lions bandwagon no, right now? Nope. They wouldn't know Dan Campbell that well. Yeah. They'd know him as the bite the kneecap guy. No, that's about <laughs> which it. Is, which but, is a pretty good thing yeah. to be known for. <laughs> but uh, I think the Vikings are taking a step back, and then. Uh, I think the Bears yeah. are just nowhere near ready to do anything. But as far as talent-wise, I think the Packers have the first or second best roster in the division, but it's just going to be up to Jordan Love. So not a lot of weapons there, but he's a good athlete, good arm. He's had several years under Aaron to learn the playbook and know what he's doing there. So, so it's funny – so you're going Lions yeah. winning the division. Um, it's funny you say the Bears are nowhere near. That's who I picked. I just, I look at the quarterback position, and I I think Justin Fields is the best quarterback in that division. And I think the Bears are maybe starting to surround him with talent. I don't know that the Bears will actually win the division. I mean, who knows at the end of the day. But uh, that's the team that I like better. I think the Lions are getting so much hype. I, th I think they'll be good. Don't get me wrong. I don't think they're going to be six and – well, they play how many, 17 games now? Yeah. I don't think they'll be, I guess, seven and 10 or six and 11. Uh, but, I, I, I mean, there's something about Justin Fields. They haven't really put him in great positions yet. So, I think they're starting to do that. Maybe it's because I'm a Chicago fan. I don't know. But I kind of like the Bears as a sneaky pick. We'll see if that ends up happening. Mm. Uh, I don't have much faith in the Packers. Jordan Love, I've not been impressed when I've seen him. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, the Vikings, you know, I, Kirk Cousins is going to keep them competitive. Their defense will, will play well. I don't know if there's enough pieces. They still have Justin Jefferson. Um, they won a lot of games last year. So, I think there's a lot to like with Minnesota. Uh, but, yeah, I'll go with the Bears in the NFC North. One stat that I find interesting is we know the NFL is, like, close-scoring games pretty much every Sunday. It's never really a blowout. But the key to winning in the NFL is winning one-score games because you're going to have a ton of them. And the Vikings last year were 11-0 and in one-score games. <laughs> That's tough to repeat. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to yeah. be able to recreate that. That's so. really tough to – because those one-score games, there's a lot of luck involved. Yeah. Now, you got to make plays still, but there's a lot of luck in the, involved. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. And I just, like – I hate the Giants so much and the way they beat Minnesota last yep. year. Yep. 
makes me drop them down even more because I just think the Giants were garbage and they beat Minnesota. So, so okay, so if we keep it in the NFC, so your NFC North pick, you've got the Lions, I've got the Bears. You bring the Giants into this. So let's talk the NFC East now where you've got Washington, you've got the Giants, you've got the Cowboys – and the Philadelphia Eagles, who, of course, made the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, I think this is going to be probably the first or second most fun division to watch this year. And obviously because the Eagles are a juggernaut team from last year, and they're I mean, they're going to have most of their guys back this year, and Jalen Hurts probably only going to get better. So, yeah, they're looking dangerous. But I – like, I had some mixed – feelings on the Cowboys coming into this year because I'm a Cowboys hater I love watching them more than any other team just because I like watching the tire fire you know Mm -hmm. but I think they're going to be way better this year and for several reasons I think uh, losing Ezekiel Elliott is actually addition by subtraction I think that Dak has a lot more like pressure this year that he needs to perform because his turnover problem was basically a lot of their big issues last year that cost him a lot of games I think C.D. Lamb is like only going to get better I think Tony Pollard is one of the most underrated running backs in the league and I think their schedule is weak sauce so a lot of wins to be had there what do you what are you thinking uh you know Cowboys are the Cowboys to me it's every year they've got talent. Every year you look on paper and it's like, yeah, they're going to be, you know, they could be world beaters, but they they have yet to prove it. Uh, they'll win some, I mean, they'll win divisions, don't so get me wrong, and they might win the, the NFC East. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, man, I, I'm, you know, I live in the show me state. You got to show me. <laughs> I hate that, but that's, I mean, that's kind of how I feel with Dallas. It's like, you you guys have burned me a few times, so I'm, I can't pick you yet. Like you're going to have to, I'll have to be wrong on you by you winning the division, by you playing really well and proving it before I can kind of get back on that. So uh, I'm not, I'm not in on the Cowboys. Um, I'll stick with the Eagles. Uh, I got a lot of faith in, um, and Jalen Hurts, I got a lot of faith in Nick Sirianni, the head coach. Um, I think they'll be very hungry after losing in the Super Bowl last year. It is interesting, though, because I mean, the last two teams that have lost the Super Bowl uh, have had good years. Uh, in 2020, the Chiefs lost the Super Bowl, and then they finished. That shouldn't even count. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes isn't ever going to have a bad year. So okay, so then they went twelve and five the next year, made the playoffs. Last year, the Bengals they lost the Super Bowl the year before. And they finished twelve and four this past year and made the playoffs. Uh, the 49ers in twenty nineteen missed the playoffs. The twenty eighteen Rams when they lost the Super Bowl, they missed the playoffs the year after. So it's kind of a mixed bag yeah. as far as how teams perform. Uh, I mean, very rarely is a team going to get back to the Super Bowl. The Patriots, they did lose the Super Bowl in 2017 and then came back and won it the next year. I don't think the Cowboys will necessarily win the division, but I think they're going to be way better than what a lot of people expect. And I didn't even mention Micah Parsons. So who's going to win the division? I think the Eagles will win. Okay, okay. You pressured me into it. Your points were too strong. But (laughs) – 
Yeah, I think the Cowboys will definitely make the playoffs. I think the Giants defense with Dak under center. Yeah, with Dak, unfortunately, <laughs> he's so bad. But whatever. Anyway, I think the Giants are talented in certain aspects. Their defense is really good, but anytime Daniel Jones is your quarterback, I'm going to bet against you. So I don't think they make the playoffs this year. Man, Brian Dayball can coach, though. Yeah. I yeah, mean, he's a great coach. He can coach. That defense is very, very good. But I just – I think Daniel Jones is one of the worst starters in the league. So that – anytime you're like – you can't trust in your quarterback and you know he's not a big-time playmaker, yep. it's just – it's an important position. Do. Maybe yeah, the most important a position in all sports. Quarterback-centric league these days. Yeah. Got to have a guy who can make plays. 100%. And no faith in the commanders? <laughs> no. Not until <laughs> they change their name. <laughs> Back it's to the terrible. Redskins? No, anything oh. other than commanders. Who is their starting quarterback this year? I have no idea. Sam Howell. Sam Howell, okay. From North Carolina, fifth-round pick. Yeah. Uh, uh, good luck. Yeah, he is the starting quarterback. Jacoby Brissett is number two. Jacoby Brissett, I think, was the backup to Andrew Luck like a decade ago. He's Tom been Brady. Around, he's been around, well, shoot, he's only 30? Boy, I would have thought he was a lot older than that. Patriots had Brady, Garoppolo, and Brissett in their QB rooms. Pretty good. No, not bad. Then he came to my Colts for, like, I don't know how many years, but – I forgot you're a Colts fan. We started like 5-2 and two with him the year he took over. The Re- is Ritter a rookie? Yeah, second year. Yeah. He didn't. He just didn't play a whole lot last no, year. No, he yeah. was behind Mariota, yeah, I think. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, this is the worst division in football Pretty by ugly. far. Yeah. Uh, I've got Alabama winning the division. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Uh, I think the Saints win the division. I think – Derek Carr, say whatever you want about him. I think he's the only QB with, like, good experience and who has some actual good, like, stats behind him. I think he's also, like, probably one of the best leaders in the NFL, even though he sat out the one game that you mentioned on his last game with the Raiders. But yeah, he's such a team guy. <laughs> I Whatever. <laughs> But I think the Saints will be fine. I think they have a lot of good pieces. Uh, I mean, their coach is a question mark, but any time you have, like, the best quarterback in the division, you have a good chance at winning. So that's my pick. All right, so you've got the Saints. Uh, I will – I mean, this, this division is brutal. Uh, I have zero confidence in this pick. I'll go with the Falcons. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. But the Falcons, be, I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> I will say, um, if you if you look up NFL quarterback odds to be benched, Baker Mayfield leads that race. Well, yeah. He has the best odds to be benched. The sky is blue. And it's not like there's an incredible backup behind him. Kyle Trask is the backup <laughs> in Tampa. But he has the best odds to be benched first, then Sam Howell. Second, the commander's quarterback, Ryan Tannehill, third, which I get that with your boy uh, Will Levis from Kentucky. He's the backup in Tennessee. And you've got C.J. Stroud. <laughs> <Not> my boy. <laughs> I know no, he's not your he's boy. Not. That's my point. I know. Uh, C.J. Stroud in Houston, which is interesting that he is up there. He and Mac Jones of the fourth likeliest odds to be benched first. 
So if you want that bet, uh, Baker Mayfield, Tampa Bay, uh, has the best odds to be benched first of all NFL QBs. All right, anything else? I don't want to spend more time on the South. Yeah, uh, I think the Falcons and Tampa Bay are both tanking for Caleb Williams. So I think they're going to be horrible. The Tampa Bay, I get. The Falcons, you just drafted Ritter a year ago. Yeah, but would you pass on the next great QB but if he came along? Every th- two or three years, it's they always do say Sam, that. Sam Bradford was the next great QB. And, and he was. Yeah, he was for <laughs> nine games or for something. three throws. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Trevor Lawrence and then Bryce Young. You know then, Caleb Williams is big time. He's coming. So was Johnny Manziel. And All right, <laughs> N- NFC West, uh, you've got the Cardinals. Uh, I mean, Kyler Murray, he was supposed to be the next great Seattle that Seahawks. True. That is true. Uh, Geno Smith, if you're a believer in Geno, the 49ers and Brock Purdy, mm-hmm. or the Rams and Matt Stafford. Well, uh, I'll let you pick first here. Oh, okay, putting the pressure yeah. back on me. Mm-hmm. I'll go with the Niners. Uh, it's not because of Brock Purdy. But they are like maybe the one organization in all of football where you used to be able to maybe say this a little bit about New England, but the quarterback position didn't matter as much. Yeah. Uh, because everything else around it is it's just so, so well done. Yeah. And Kyle Shanahan does an incredible job. That defense is always stout. They always have a good running game. And, I mean, shoot, what look what happened to them at quarterback last year. Mm-hmm. Wasn't Purdy their third string? And then he steps in and – now he's the starting quarterback. So it's not – I mean, Brock Purdy is a good game manager. He reminds me a little bit of, like, Trent Dilfer. That's old school. Or that Jimmy G guy. The Jimmy – yeah. That they once had. Yeah, that Jim, Jimmy G who's they in the really other. They really are similar. They throw little short passes. They just don't make mistakes. Purdy makes better decisions, yeah. I think, than Jimmy G probably does. Uh, Jimmy G would make some questionable throws. Um, and moral choices. Too. So uh, the Seahawks, I, you know, uh, the Geno Smith thing was fun. I just don't see that happening two years in a row. Yeah, I Seahawks. I mean, they'll probably win like six or seven games. Or they've got some good team like pieces, I guess. I mean, DK Metcalf, Geno's solid starter, but they just can't compete with the Forty ers roster. I think the 49ers definitely won't be as good this year, but definitely still good enough to win the the division because I don't know if this is a hot take or not, but I think the Rams are going to be horrible again this year. I know a lot of people think they're reloaded and back to normal this year, but anytime you're relying on people who are on the back end of their career, like Aaron Donald, Matthew Stafford, I think Stafford, Stafford had a elbow problem this off season. I think he had like surgery on his elbow, which is like a pitcher getting Tommy John pretty much. It's never good, especially at that age. But then uh, Cooper Cup also got hurt last year, and then he's already hurt again in the off season. And yeah, there's a lot of like a lot of stock riding on those three being good. And I don't know, it's pretty fragile. Who's worse? Who's going to be worse, the Rams or the Cardinals? The Cardinals will be worse, but I think the Rams finished third, Seahawks second, Cardinals last, Niners won the division pretty easily. Yeah, I I think that's probably fair. Uh, Cardinals still don't even know who their quarterback is going to be. They just signed Josh Dobbs. 
uh, Clayton Toon, who's a rookie, uh, who went to Houston. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty clear that the Niners will win the NFC West. I mean, something will happen probably. Debo Samuel will, like, tear his ACL in week one, <laughs> and then they'll be they'll be terrible. I think Kyle Shanahan's getting indicted the second <laughs> – Wow. Second week. That's just a what you said something bad too. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't say he was going to prison. <laughs> He'll be at the charges. What's he get indicted? What's he getting indicted for? I don't know. He stole the Rams playbook, McVay's playbook. <laughs> Some Bill Belichick stuff right there. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's that's good on the NFC. Now, if we move to the AFC, we'll start in the East. You got Buffalo, maybe the perennial favorite here. Josh Allen. I think as long as he's their quarterback, they're going to be at the top of the division. But got some drama with a couple different players. New yeah. York Jets now have Aaron Rodgers instead of Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. Miami Dolphins, if Tua knows that he lives in Florida and not <laughs> in Alabama, and I don't know, with all his head trauma, who knows. And then the I – mean, poor Tua. Yeah. And then the Patriots, uh, who have one starting quarterback on their roster. And it's and, Bill Belichick. And a head coach who thinks he's smarter than everybody else. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be a fun watch for sure. This is going to be a dog fight, but I don't know what to do because the Jets like feel like fool's gold to me, but they are super talented. They are loaded. Their offensive line is going to be the big question mark because they have, I think their two best linemen, one has missed, or no, he's played one game in the last two seasons. The other is 38 years old and coming off an injury. So, And then that's, like, with them. Like, without them, they're even worse. So, I don't know. That's really concerning because Rodgers isn't a mobile quarterback, really. But they do have a lot of weapons. I'm going to pick them to finish second. Hopefully, I don't regret that. I think they win nine games. Wow, you're even giving us a number. Yeah, I think the Bills won the division – I think they're going to overcome a lot of their issues that ravaged them last season. They had a bunch of outside noise and, like, inside noise, obviously, going on in their locker room. But they had a lot going on, and I think they're going to bounce back. Things are quiet, quieted down and uh, back to normal. Not worried about the digs and the yeah, Von Miller stuff. I think they'll – overcome that i think josh allen is good enough to make things happen their defense will still be really good i think the dolphins are like candy they're really good for yeah that's a good a few hours or so analogy then like when you actually need some food you're screwed and you're hungry and your stomach hurts you have a stomach sugar yeah but the bills are steak and potatoes that's what you want to load up on so i'm Taking the bills. That's good. I think that's a. I can't top that. I'll get off my soapbox. I feel the same way about the Dolphins. They're flashy. They're fun to watch. It's a. It's a nice little snack. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, when it's big boy football time, I'm probably not picking the Dolphins. I'm yeah. probably picking a team like the Bills, uh, who you know plays in the frozen cold up in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Patriots, I think, are the worst team in the division. What's their food equivalent? <laughs> Got to uh, stay true to the segment. Okay, so the Patriots are uh, their Purina dog chow. <laughs> yeah, it's what the, it's like. 
You know, it used to be something good. It used to be like steak and chicken, and now it's no longer a human steak and chicken. It's morphed into food for dogs. That's perfect. So that's that's the way I would say the Patriots. Um, and then the Jets, we'll see. I, I'm, I don't know. I'm big in it. you got to prove it to me. I'm yeah. not going to pick you. I, you know, Aaron Rodgers is great, but – you know, Aaron Rodgers didn't exactly knock it out of the park the last few years with the Packers. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I we'll see. He's also old. He's yeah. not 25. I, I trust in him. I trust in him. All right. So, I mean, I do have the Bills winning the division, as do you. What about in the South? I'm sorry, in the North, where you've got the Steelers, the Browns, the Ravens, and the Bengals, and Joe Burrow practiced today for the first time. Yeah, I think Burrow's going to be fine. Uh this is definitely like I know I've said it like two other times now, but this division will be a good watch. <laughs> this is and the very third, good. The third best division in football. Yeah, this is probably the actual best division, like roster for roster. Like they are stacked. Every team's pretty loaded with talent. I think the Bengals win, even though I don't know why, like the Bengals have obviously proven themselves, but I am always skeptical of them for some reason. Like last year, I was super skeptical of them, and they started terrible, but then they came back and were really, really good yeah. by the end. So I don't know. I think they're going to be fine. I think they'll win a lot of games. I think this is the year I think the Ravens take a step forward. I think now that Lamar's contract situation is settled and over, that – distraction can be moved along and they can come together i like the obj pickup the more weapons you have especially at receiver that's always good i think mark andrews uh had some injury problems last year but i think he's healed up and ready for this year and if he's not they've got travis vocalek ready yeah, on the practice there you squad. go boom perfect so i don't know i think it's going to be the ravens or Bengals. uh i want to say the ravens but I don't know. I'll say the Ravens. We'll we'll have a hot take here. I think the Ravens <laughs> will win. Bengals will get second, and they'll only be like one game back of the Ravens when it's all said and done. And then I have the Steelers in third. I think. Oh, Deshaun Watson and the Browns yeah. in fourth. I mean, they're talented, but they're not better than those three teams. And I'm not a big Kenny Pickett fan, but they did. Uh, go on a tear there at the end of the year last year so and I Mike Tomlin's like one of the best coaches in the league so I'm not going to doubt him either all fair I think those are really good points yeah I like the Bengals I mean I don't need to beat around the bush as long as Burrow ends up being okay I like Cincinnati winning um mm. Baltimore is fun they're flashy Lamar is really fun to watch Got to win some big games, though. And Joe Burrow's done it. Yeah. Lamar hasn't done as much of that, I don't that feel like. True. That so is true. So I'm still going to stick with, with Burrow. You know, I think they've they've been really smart with how they've handled mm -hmm. the injury stuff with him. Play the long game. It's like you said, they got off to a horrible start last year, and they were fine. Yeah. And that can happen again this year, not saying it will. So, yeah, I like Cincinnati in the north. Now in the south, you got Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence is back with Doug Peterson. The Titans – with uh, Ryan Tannehill, everybody's favorite quarterback, 
Houston Texans with now C.J. Stroud out of Ohio State, and then your Indianapolis Colts. With Peyton Manning set to make <laughs> his return to football. Jeff Saturday's the head coach. Oh, wait, no, okay. That was last year where they oh, did a big publicity stunt. That with was that. one of the funniest tweets I've ever seen is when they beat your Raiders. Yeah, yeah that was a the great The first day. week that Saturday was there, yeah. and I was like, they should do a new segment called uh, Pull a ESPN uh, anchor into a game, see if they can beat Josh McDaniels. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. funny. On this week, Scott Van Pelt <laughs> coaches the 49ers. That's Literally. But, yeah, this second-worst division in football right here, the Jaguars are going to run away with it. I think they could potentially claim the number one seed in the entire AFC because their schedule is really? weak sauce. I think Trevor Lawrence is on the come up. They've got a lot of young talent on that team. I like – Doug Peterson as a coach, I think he was exactly what they needed, and I think it's only up from here for the Jaguars. Shout I'm, out to Nico Calabro from Jacksonville, Florida, <laughs> tuning in. Drury Baseball alum. Le- legend, Drury Baseball legend. Didn't he hit like a bunch of homers? Yeah, he's the tops of all the records. That won't last very long. Now yeah. Drury's going back to Metter. <laughs> sorry, Nico. Yeah, Does Nico pad. listen? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. sorry, Nico. Yeah. I think your record's shot, but maybe we can put an asterisk by everybody that hits theirs at Metter instead of U.S. Ballpark where the fence height is like 30 feet. It's taller than the monster, right? (laughs) Something like that. Totally is. Don't get me wrong about the Titans. Mike Vrabel can coach. Uh, Their defense is incredible. Was it last year or two years ago when they – like Tannehill was hurt and they went into Arrowhead on like a Monday night and they didn't have a quarterback who could, like, throw the football. And they almost – I think they took the Chiefs to overtime. Yeah. I can't remember if – it was last year, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. It and was then, a Monday night game or yeah. a Sunday night game. And maybe – I can't remember who the quarterback was, but he literally, like, couldn't throw. And they almost beat Kansas City because the defense was so good. So, I that's scary to pick against Mike Vrabel and the Titans. But the quarterback play has just been so subpar. And – I mean, Tannehill's back. Will he last the year? Will they go to Will Levis? Do I have confidence in Will Levis? Not really. Uh, but Absolutely he may f- not. He may fit that style. He's kind of hard-nosed. Um, so I can see why, why not Vrabel. Not talented. Vrabel, fits it. Yeah, <laughs> Vrabel probably likes him. Uh, I mean, the Texans, we'll see with C.J. Stroud. And then, uh, I mean, the Colts are, are kind of the Colts. I, I love – I mean, Indianapolis is a great place. If you're ever looking for, like, a great city to go visit. Indianapolis is? Indianapolis. I would have, have never guessed Have you ever that. been? I went to, like, a history museum there when I was six, so I can't really remember. But. So, I mean, it's like – it's a clean, big city. And yeah. when I say that, like, the, the streets don't smell like sewage. You don't feel like, you know, you might get stabbed if you walk around yeah. the wrong corner – uh, they've got, they've got the Pacers. They've got the Colts. They don't have uh, MLB team, but they do have a AAA, uh, AAA affiliate there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got Butler University, which is right around the corner. I mean, so th- there's a lot of like big sports places there. It's a really cool town. Uh, I love the city of Indianapolis. Uh, Lucas Oil is beautiful. You can see it from the highway when you drive in. But uh, that's about all I love about the Colts this year is just the town they play in. So uh, I'm with you. I like the Jaguars to win the South. Did you see uh, what Jim Irsay said on the situation with Jonathan Taylor? So, yeah, I did not. He's basically flip-flopped everything he said earlier about how 
basically he was really mad about Jonathan Taylor like in his contract deal which I can understand as an owner like especially when they're like a second or third year player already trying to get a large like contract especially when it's a running back because yep. that's just a position that you uh get hurt pretty easily at and the time span for running backs is very short but anyways i'm pretty sure jim ursay made it super personal and like basically kind of had some things to say on jonathan taylor and then yesterday or today he's like jonathan taylor's a great guy and a great player something like that (laughs) and like something something like just complete 180 jim ursay gives me the feeling that he's He's somebody that maybe will have a cocktail and then pick up his phone and start tweeting things out that he should not be saying. He should run for president. (laughs) Well, maybe. (laughs) All right. Uh, AFC West. Uh, It's the – I mean, would you agree it's the Chiefs' division to lose? Chiefs, Chargers, Raiders, Broncos. Well, as the Raider fan here, I'll let you take this first. You can go ahead and tell them how they're going to finish last. I mean, I've got – I mean – and a spoiler alert, we're, I mean, we're going to pick our MVP predictions. I've got Mahomes. I mean, I, just until someone else does it, like, I don't, uh, you know, I don't know what else to say. I mean, the Chris Jones thing is a little bit of a saga. You know, last year they were dealing with how good's the offense going to be with no Tyreek Hill. Didn't matter. Didn't really matter. Like, they ended up just fine. Um, so, I'm just like I'm not worried about the Bengals with Joe Burrow. Just like the Bills with the Von Miller and uh, the Stefan Diggs, I'm not as worried about that. And until we get to Week Ten and those things are a problem, then okay, then maybe it's time for me to worry about them. But I'm the same way with, with the Chiefs. I mean, the Chargers. I mean, they, if they had fired Brandon Staley and hired a real head coach who's not going to go for it on fourth and two from his 29 yard line, then okay, maybe, maybe I would be with they you do on the Chargers. Kellen Moore now, right, running the offense. Yeah, they do. That might help somewhat. But you still have Brandon Staley. So. Yeah, he's not good. Uh, the Raiders, uh, I mean, Jimmy G is okay. I don't think he's the answer. So <laughs> I'd be so sad if Jimmy G was my QB. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I think honestly, I think it's an improvement over Derek Carr. You Ugh. may disagree with me on that. But, I disagree. But I think that's an improvement over, over Derek Carr. Derek Carr put up really good numbers, but – his interceptions were so – were at the worst time. <laughs> worst – it would be like, you know, first and goal at the five, and he'd throw it right to the defensive back. And you're like, Derek, throw the football away. You've got a couple yeah. more cracks at it. Uh, and then the Broncos, I don't have any faith in Russell Wilson. Now, Sean Payton, will he get that thing turned around? Maybe. Uh, I think that they're going to be competitive. I think they'll be better than they were last year. They were a laughing stock last year. I don't think that will happen. But – can they win the West? I don't think so. I think it's Mahomes and Reed until, you know, Mahomes tears his ACL or, you know, Reed is no longer coaching, whatever. Uh, those guys you are going to be at the top of the division. ACLs. <laughs> it's like the third person you're saying, tear their ACL. What else you want me to say? Till they get shot? <laughs> a or? compound fracture. No, a compound fracture. I think the Chiefs will run away with the division pretty much because I think the – Broncos and Chargers will hurt each other. I think they'll split their series this year. I think the Broncos are going to be way better, but I also think the Chargers will be better because Staley was like 
basically a huge problem for them because the play calling was terrible. But I think Kellen Moore is actually really good. So I think he'll help them a lot. But uh, I think the Chargers or Broncos, whoever comes in second, is going to make the playoffs. So I think there's two playoff teams out of this division, and I think the Chiefs are going to do – they'll go as far as they want pretty much. What teams uh, around the NFL do you think will take a step back this year? Uh, I think the Giants take a step back. I think the Vikings take a step back. And I think for the AFC, uh, I think the Bills slightly take a step wow. back. I still think they're going to. That doesn't count if you win your division. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. Maybe not. It's Their division's pretty stacked. But, yeah. And they've had those problems. I don't know. I mean, I've got I've got three teams. I've got the Packers. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty easy. I, I don't trust the new quarterback. I've got the Titans. I don't trust the quarterback. I've got the Seahawks. I don't trust the quarterback. Yeah. Like I just all three of them. You know, Tannehill has he he kind of does okay. I just man, I, I think to win games just by having a strong defense mm-hmm. this day and age is hard like you've got to have something offensively will Derrick Henry be what he's been I don't know um I sure hope so he's on my fantasy (laughs) you better hope so then (laughs) you need some rushing scores in Nashville uh I mean like I said the Seahawks like the Pete Carroll Geno Smith thing is you know Pete's chomping on like nine pieces of bubble gum a game and uh Geno's out there like it was 10 years ago and then um, the Packers, I just, I just don't, I don't trust Jordan Love. So those are my three. I think uh, I just have like this strong feeling that the Tampa Bay is not going to be as good this year. Because of Baker Mayfield? <laughs> oh. No, I'm, obviously. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I think the Bills, I'm pretty sure I picked them to win. Or the Jets. I don't even remember, but I, I think, think you the, had the Bills, Bills winning will have the division. A way harder time this year. Definitely the Giants aren't making the playoffs, and the Vikings are not making the playoffs. That's my prediction. And then, I mean, I told you earlier my MVP pick is Mahomes. What about you? Uh, Johnny Football. Joe Burrow. That's Joe Burrow. Yep. Joey Football. He's going to throw a lot of touchdowns. Okay. Or I could see Lamar being the MVP. One of them. That's my prediction. All right. Well, they're both in the same division, so, yeah, we'll see. One of them will win. We'll see what will happen. Let's switch gears just briefly to college football. Uh, There were a few games last weekend, none of which were really that compelling. Notre Dame stomped uh, Navy. They played that game in Scotland, I think. Um, I mean, that wasn't really a a surprise to anybody. Yeah. this weekend, though, I mean, there's some interesting matchups. Mizzou plays tomorrow. They play Thursday night against South Dakota, who is an FCS program, so they're not FBS like Mizzou. So, I mean, I was trying to find, like, odds, like what's the spread, and they don't give it to you, I guess, because South Dakota is FCS playing an FBS. They're not yeah. going to give you, which was interesting. Um, but what we can say is last year Mizzou beat New Mexico State, 45-14. Two years ago, they beat SEMO 59-28. So, I mean, Mizzou won by 30-plus points the last two years against similar teams. 
So, I mean, we'll They're see. They'll win. They got South Dakota t- tomorrow, uh, and they've got a little bit of a quarterback, con- not controversy, but a little competition, Sam Horn and uh, Brady Cook, who is not maybe my favorite, but, you know, you got, you got to live with whatever you got to live with at Mizzou right now. So, um, so that's tomorrow. The really compelling game is on ESPN tomorrow night at 7, and that's a 14th-ranked Utah at home against Florida. Yeah, and Utah is always a f- games at Utah are always so fun to watch. The student body gets into it. The crowd is nuts. I don't know if they'll be nuts on a August football game like they do get for November and December football games. But you got an SEC team coming to your place. It's Florida, the Gator Chomp. Uh, that'll be interesting to see what happens. I like. Does it feel like Florida should win, even though they're not ranked? Uh, no. I don't think you so. You don't think so? I mean, I don't know if – I don't know if that's just my You're just living off of, like, through, the Urban Meyer, Tim Tebow <laughs> days. I just feel like any SEC school is always favored no matter what the rankings are. But, I don't know, Utah is a team I definitely appreciate because they beat USC twice last year. <laughs> but, I don't know, they're always solid. And, yeah. yeah, you're definitely right. Their home environment is – amazing so that's gonna be a tough test for the gators other games to watch that interest me um you know i'll let you talk about this one but colorado tcu tcu is 17th ranked they're at home uh they're favored by 21 points over colorado off their fraudulent college football playoff appearance (laughs) that's true uh that's an 11 a.m kick on saturday utah state iowa utah state's always interesting so they play. I mean, they're. I think they're FCS too. Uh, I could be wrong on that, but they're. I mean, they're definitely not in a Power Five. I don't know that they're going to go into Iowa and win, but it is Iowa football, and Iowa football sometimes they score a, a struggle to score points. It'll be like a six to four game or something. <laughs> it, Iowa. It, it might be. It might be. Um, and then there's t- really two others that kind of interest me. North Carolina is at South Carolina. And North Carolina is favored by two and a half points. Uh, so that will be interesting. That's Saturday night. South Carolina is going to win. That's yeah, my prediction. It's because you're an SEC guy over there. They're just better. And it's, it's at South Carolina. And their crowd is awesome, too. And it's college game day. Pretty oh, sure. college game day is there. Okay. Oh, wait, wait, whoa, whoa. It isn't at, it's at the Panthers Stadium, actually. Neutral side. Oh, okay. All right. So I changed my pick. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, so that is Saturday night. So that's probably the marquee match Saturday night. And then how about Sunday? There is a top 10 matchup between LSU and Florida State at Florida State coming up how on Sunday night. Florida State ranked eighth? Did I miss something? I thought they were bad for the last five years. What happened? Were they good? Like, I literally don't know. Someone call in. <laughs> so, uh, can we phone a friend yeah. on this one, please? I mean, off the top of my head, I couldn't tell you. They beat Marshmallow State. Uh, yeah, That's bunch of I want to go to school. Week, <laughs> week schedule. They were ten usual. and three last year. Five and three in the ACC. They won their final six games. Uh, let's see here. But it's also the ACC. Yeah. Uh, they did beat Florida, who you apparently love. Uh, in Tallahassee by seven. They beat OU by three in Orlando. That was the bowl game. Uh, let's see, who else did they beat? Miami, they lost to Clemson by six. Clemson was terrible last year, even though they were ranked top ten. 
Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. They did – Florida State beat LSU last year in the uh, Superdome in New Orleans. They beat them by one um, last year week two of the season. So, I don't know. Is is that game this year, is that going to take place – is that at Florida State Stadium? Do we know? I think they always play those at the actual schools. They're, well, okay, so they that's not or, accurate apparently. So uh, they're playing in Orlando at Camping right. World Stadium, which is where the Orlando Magic play. No, I'm just <laughs> just joking. Uh, who plays in Orlando? I don't know. I know they have a bowl game there, so they do have a stadium. But I'm not sure. That's interesting, though. I didn't know that. The game I'm definitely most interested in watching is the Colorado TCU game. Oh, prime. TCU is ranked, so that'll be an early test for the Bison, or what do they call themselves? The Buffaloes. Buffaloes, yeah. Yeah, that, that'll be good. I Colorado definitely has my attention. I think they're going to be way better than people think. I mean, they won't. I don't know if they'll be 500, but definitely a big step up from 1-11 or whatever they were. How many unsportsmanlike penalties does Dion get on Saturday? Uh, depends how ugly it is, but <laughs> I don't know, probably one. I, uh, I, I just, I'm not a, not a believer. I just, I'll, I'm not a believer. That's <laughs> out of the bag. Not a believer in Dion. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, there's a lot of flash there. I think he had a quote the other day that talent is more important than culture. Uh, I mean, talent is important. Don't get me wrong. You like me? And, no offense to you. Me and you can't go out there for Colorado and start, you know, a quarterback and running back, and we have great culture between me and you. And we can't win football games. That's not going to happen. But uh, culture is important. Uh, I mean, that's just that's a when when things go wrong and they inevitably will. How are they going to respond when? So-and-so doesn't get playing time, and he thinks he should. How is – you know, like, you, you're going to have to deal with all that stuff. Yeah, I think it's a combo of both. Like, because yeah. the Spurs and Patriots have the best culture in their leagues, but they're terrible right now. But also the Grizzlies, for example, have some of the best talent, but they have the worst culture, yep. so they're not winning when they should. So I'm not welcoming to that word culture. Dion said. That's all I heard when I was in Jackson. Culture, 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 culture. Now culture, culture. What the heck does that mean? I don't think you have to I don't think you got to have unity whatsoever. You gotta have good players. That is true. I don't care about culture. I don't care. I don't care if they like each other, man. I want to win. I've been on some teams where the quarterback didn't like the receiver, but they darn sure made harmony when the ball was snapped. Oh, uh, Who's he talking? <laughs> That's a good follow-up. <laughs> Name names. Yeah, let's go, Dion. So I, I mean, I don't know. I'm just, I'm not a believer in Dion. We'll see what happens. I think I'm it's going to be great Dion. theater. I'm all in. All in. I'm all. All, in. all chips Florida in the middle State of the table next year. The even even though Florida State's a top ten program They're right now, fire so your coach. Overrated. How did they even get up there? Well, so is the the whole it. ACC is overrated yeah, in that football. That is true. I mean, but Clemson. How cool would that be if Dion went and coached FSU? Be cool, and then destroy their culture. <laughs> it's not important. <laughs> not important. 
Doesn't right. matter. Speaking of which, the USC Trojans defeated San Jose State last Saturday in a uh, not not a nail biter by any means. No, but it was definitely eye opening, somewhat to me, because everyone's question mark for USC is what's that defense going to do? Because that was their kryptonite last year, and it's kind of. Uh, Lincoln Riley's kryptonite they can always score a million points but they can never match up in the playoff because they have no defense soft soft and when San Jose State is scoring 28 which it wasn't in garbage time either that's kind of concerning to me so is USC the the candy of college football they may be but they're gonna get away with it because they play candy schedule that's true cupcakes everywhere that's a good that's a good point and may, you know, they may make the college football playoff. We'll see. Um, but Speaking yeah, you, of which, staying, staying on USC real quick, Caleb Williams, if he goes to an AFC team, should there be conference realignment no, in the NFL? No. That, Even if you no. have the 10 best quarterbacks and one conference. I don't care. It won't last. So what, what – what, we're gonna we, we're gonna do this every five years. We're gonna reassess. What know, is this? It's never been this. It's just bad. like politics and gerrymandering, where we realign <laughs> the districts, no matter who, yeah. depending on who's in house, who's got the, the majority. Need more representatives. Yeah. What are we doing here? No. I think it might have to come to that if it gets that top heavy. It's not good because then all these other good QBs you want to see aren't in the playoffs. You sound like just, Bernie Sanders right now. I, I just we got to equal it out communist across the board. Issue. We got to equal it out i think it's better for the league but obviously it's a stretch but i don't know i but don't that's like a that. that's a long-term move you're making you to can realign. change it back <laughs> nothing's permanent <laughs> clearly it's 2023 there's a lot of things that aren't permanent that should be like they almost did it when will levis went to where he went the titans it was too powerful <laughs> yeah yeah that will levis yep. in tennessee he really moves the needle we gotta realign everything putting mayo in places it was never meant to be yeah and coffee have you ever tried disturbing. that disturbing no i haven't either no he should be in a asylum for that. <laughs> put him in a awful. mental institution that's seriously i want to try it demented. i just don't buy mayo though so. don't do it <laughs> why not <laughs> I'm not going to die. It's going to mess with your immune system somehow. I, my immune system needs to be messed with. I eat cough maybe, drops maybe, like they're candy. <laughs> maybe it'll cure you. Though. Yeah. Come on now. All right. Anything else, college football? I think that's good. Anything else, NFL? Uh, we we got it. <laughs> your high school, Knicks Eagles beat Web City. It's Congratulations. It's normal, folks. Get ready because we're here. Knicks uh, has arrived. John Perry era is, is. And all it took was my class leaving to be good. Just had to get you out of the building. <laughs> That's what they had to do. Yes. You're going to get that Hannah kid out of here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, coming up next, we're going to get into. Baseball. Baseball. You want to talk a little baseball? Yeah. Hey, the Cubs won today. Let's talk about that. Welcome back to the Battery Sports Podcast with John and Peyton. So we're almost in September. We've got a day left as we record baseball kicking into high gear. Um, National League 
the we, we know who the top two teams in the National League are. It's the Braves and it's the Dodgers. And the Cardinals. <laughs> or wait, sorry. The Cardinals have the second to worst record in the National League behind your Colorado Rockies. Um so the Colorado Rockies, by the way, their run differential minus one nine three. The worst in baseball is Oakland, minus three oh eight. That's just pathetic. They've they won, need to control all they've the They've won league. 39 games. <laughs> 39 and 95 is their record, and we're not even in September. Okay. Uh, so the best two teams in the, a- or in the NL are the Braves and the Dodgers. In the American League, it's a little more difficult to say that because in the East you've got Baltimore and Tampa Bay. Both are about 30 games over five hundred. Baltimore's got a two-game lead on the East over Tampa. And then in the West, you've got a three-horse race between Seattle, Houston, and Texas. They're all about 20 games over 500, and those three teams are separated by a half a game in the standings. So, I mean, are your two best teams in the AL, are they in the same division? Are they Baltimore and Tampa Bay? Or are you more of a, more of a believer in a Seattle or a Houston or a Texas in the West? And I'm not talking about the Central because Minnesota leads the division four games over 500. Well, let's talk about them. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I think the Texas Rangers are going to the World Series this year. Put it in stone, folks. Bruce Bochy guy, huh? Yeah, they're kind of slowing down right now, but I think they're so talented. I think they have too many good arms in the bullpen and on the mound. They've got home run hitters, hitters for average. They can do it all. Bruce Bochy is a proven manager who's won several times. So, yeah. I mean, if they didn't have two of the other best teams in baseball in their division, who knows where they'd be. They do have the second-best run differential. Does yeah. that matter to you? Oh, yeah. Are you a big run differential mm-hmm. guy? Okay. So they do have the second-best run differential in the American League behind Tampa. But you also have Seattle, who's red hot. It's really Julio Rodriguez throwing that team yeah. on his back. And then you've got Houston, and they've been there. They've done that. Uh, they've got, you know, a lot of talented players. Mm-hmm. Jeremy Pena, uh, Alex Bregman. They've got Verlander back. Um, Jordan Alvarez. So I mean, uh, they're loaded as well. Yeah, that's you're trying to convince me. Change my mind. No, dude. I'm just I'm just saying. Houston is very good. I it's hard. They're proven. It's hard to bet against them. Okay. But I will say I think Seattle's fools gold. I think they were mid the entire year, and then they're on a literal insane run. That's the only reason they're in it right now. So here, here's my here's my question then. So your best two teams you're saying in the AL are Baltimore and Texas? Yeah. Okay. And the National League, Atlanta and L.A.? All right. Do those – Like those are like factually the best teams right now? I'm asking you. Oh, well, who I think Yeah, the who best? you think. The Braves are the best in the NL. I think the Phillies are better than the Dodgers. Okay. And then I think – even though their bullpen is scaring the crap out of me, Kimbrel is terrible now. Yeah. But anyway, uh, not what he I used think to be. the Phillies are red hot. They're, there was just a matter of time before they got back to normal. But okay. anyway. Okay, so you say Atlanta and Philly, yeah. and then you say Texas and Baltimore. No, let's do Houston. Houston, Houston and Baltimore. Yeah. But you just what? Didn't you just say I that said, the Rangers were going to like win the World Series? I said they'll get there. But they're not the best team in the American League. Not one of the two best teams. They are one of the two best teams. Texas and Houston. That's my Oh, I thought you said Sorry. I thought you were saying Baltimore. No, okay. No, no. Okay, so te- I feel like you you named about six Let's best go Ravens. teams. This is like the best <laughs> division in football again. 
uh, Houston and Texas and Atlanta and Philadelphia. Yes. I really ex- okay expected this exercise to not take as long. So okay, so those are your best teams in each league. Now, will the two teams in the World Series come out of those four? Yeah. Who's your World Series? The and you Atlanta Braves yeah. and the Texas Rangers. Okay. And who wins? Oh, man. I'm going to say – I don't want to say the Braves, but, yeah. That's because you bought will. a Braves hat this year. Well, I, I'm kind of a Braves uh, – I don't know. what. It's not a fan. Admirer? Yeah. There, I mean, there's a lot to admire. They're pretty good. My mom is a true fan since the '90s, so I can okay. I can claim she's ties. a big Glavin Maddox. Literally, like the biggest John Smoltz fan yeah. on earth. So. Andrew Jones, Chipper Jones. Yeah. All right. She watched TBS back in the yeah. day. That's that's good stuff. <laughs> the Braves are 41 games over 500. They have the best run differential in baseball. 231 is their run differential. That is 50 more. Then the next. I mean, Tampa Bay is second at 183, and they're not even one of your top two teams. That's how good your no, picking is. No, they're not going to do crap. <laughs> so, um, well, and they're missing Wander Franco yeah. right now. So that's a whole other story. Um, you could probably have some hot takes on that and get us canceled if you want to. <laughs> uh, okay, so, I mean, I, I think Atlanta – I'm with you. Atlanta comes out of this nationally. Um, I don't know what will what will happen. You're a big Phillies guy right now. I don't see it. They're playing well. You still got Kyle Schwarber and Nick Castellanos playing outfield positions for you. Didn't matter last year. You're not Your gonna, Honor, I, I rest my not going to happen two years in a row. <laughs> not happening two years in a row. They have um, Bryce Harper. That's it. They have Bryce Harper. That's all I have to say. And they have Trey Turner. What's their pitching? Aaron Nola. And? <laughs> he's he's going to throw all games in the playoffs? What's the other guy's name? I just literally blanked. Zach Wheeler? Yeah, Zach okay. Wheeler. Okay. So they got Nola, they got Wheeler. They have Reed that arm. What's that guy? Ranger Suarez. Yeah. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. I mean. Kimbrell maybe can come back to normal. Nola's hopefully. got an ERA in the fours, by the way. I mean, so yeah. we'll, we'll see. Uh, I don't. Their I don't, offense is the, like, first or second best in the league now. I'm not a buyer in Philadelphia. They are you stacked. You are. You're buying. You're buying. You're selling the They're four They're already proven. It's there's precedent, Your Honor. <laughs> uh, okay, so you're a big Phillies guy. That's fine. You know, put your fanatic <laughs> mascot gear on. I don't care. It's on. Uh, yeah, clearly. Um, the Central. I mean, you got Milwaukee and the Cubs, which are kind of battling right now for the- most boring team. <laughs> and I think the Brewers are edging them out. The Brewers are pretty boring. I will say that much. Um, Kristen Yelich is like, I don't know, it's like 10 years ago. Not 10 years ago. Probably five to seven years ago, he was like so exciting to watch. Now I'm bored by him, even though he's having an okay year. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't think anything's coming out of the Central that's going to matter. Uh, I, Atlanta is the best team. Atlanta, yeah. I think, will be in the World Series. Even though the best team doesn't always make it, I get that. But I think Atlanta will be there. Uh, out of the American League, I'm with you. Um Texas is really good, and I th- I think I'm going to have to agree with you that it's going to be Atlanta, Texas. You I like- think Texas? Yeah. I thought you were a Mariners well, fan. Well, you know, you kind of talked me out of it. That, so. Just say the Texas players out loud and then try to Cor- bet against them. Corey Seager, Marcus Garcia, Simeon, Orlando. Chapman, Scherzer, Chapman. 
Scherzer. Yeah. Yeah. They're stacked. Uh, who's the Cardinal that's there? Uh, Jordan Montgomery. Montgomery, who has like a one ERA right now in his last several starts. Yeah. They have other people. I can't even think of them all, but Simeon's done really good. They are stacked. I just – I'm I, I love – I think the Orioles are a great story. I think Tampa Bay's a great story. I think Tampa I just, Bay is going to fold. I'm not quick. a believer in in October with them. Not without Franco. Randy's yeah. Randy's great. They need bats were their issue, and like yeah. that's big bat gone. So so um, really, I mean, you look at you look at the standings right now. I mean, so okay, so those are our World Series picks, right? We're we're the same. Texas, Atlanta. I've got the Braves winning. Let's say in six. Braves okay. win at six. I mean, as far as divisional matchups go, divisional races, I mean, the American League, the three divisions are kind of still up for grabs. Uh, the Central has the biggest gap, and that's a five-game lead for Minnesota over Cleveland. And the National League, the West is decided. The Dodgers have a 14-game lead. The East is decided. The Braves have a 13-game lead. The Central, the Cubs are three games back. Milwaukee, Cincinnati, six games back. That's a little bit more of a... A little bit more of a race as we get ready to turn the calendar to September. Wild card, if you're into that sort of thing, you're looking at Tampa Bay, Houston, and Texas right now. Those are pretty pretty good wild card teams. Uh, Toronto is three games back in that race. The National League, Philadelphia, the Cubs, and then Arizona and San Francisco are currently tied for the third wild card spot. Cincinnati is a game back. National League wild card race is just a dumpster fire compared to the American League. I mean, the worst team in the American League wild card is Texas, and they're 18 over 500. The worst in the National League is San Fran and Arizona. They're five over. I mean, it's just it's night and day difference. Realignment time. Yeah, that's that, <laughs> apparently that's what you do. You just change everything up. Redistribution. Yeah, redistribution. Peyton Hanna said it said it first. Anything Mark else? Mark said it first. Anything uh, else? Who? Mark's. Oh, I thought you said Mark. I was like, who's Mark? Uh, anything else on baseball? Um, How's Mason win? I don't know. I've boycotted the Cardinals games for a while. I'm only a Springfield Cardinals fan now. He's 7 for 41. He's hitting 171 with 10 punch outs. More strikeouts than hits so far All in right, 12 games. I feel bad for the Red Sox because they're kind of buried down there. I feel like they're way better. Why than do you feel bad says. for the Red Sox? You They've feel had bad a tough time. for a major market team that went, has won World Series. Yeah, yeah. Come on now. Fifteen years ago, you could feel bad for but the Red what, Sox. What do we think about Toronto? Are they anything? Sitting there. Uh, I, I mean, I don't. They're know. They're not even in the wild card right now. They're interesting because they play. Brutal. They play in a dome, and it's a good atmosphere when they get in the postseason. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't know. I mean, I like George Springer. I, I don't know that there's enough there for me to to be a big buyer of the Blue Jays. Yeah, I mean, it sucks when you're seventy three and sixty one and three games out of the wild card. <laughs> Ten and a, yeah, ten and a half back in your own division. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. Um, they got Whit Merrifield, former Royal. Cool hats. Yeah, they cool got jerseys. Good logo. Um, but you got to live in Canada, so yep. I don't know. It's pretty, but I don't like the politics up there. There's so. realignment. Yeah. <laughs> Just, you, know, you move them <laughs> out of Toronto, put them in Texas instead. Anything else? 
I think that's good for baseball. All right, so that's that's probably good for baseball. So let's move to golf. Quick little golf Quick recap. Little, yeah, there's a season little. Season is now over. Yeah, Victor Hovland. Justin Thomas somehow has been charitably picked as the Ryder Cup team. Member. JT is alive. Yeah. All right. So we'll talk about that next. Welcome back to the Battery Sports Podcast with John and Peyton. So we'll wrap up today with golf talk. A little sad. We're kind of done with, you know, the the best part of the PGA Tour season. Uh, Victor Hovland, you called it, wins back-to-back. First correct prediction on this program, I believe. So I'll just bow and take the applause, everybody. Thank you, thank you. Well done. He dominated. I mean, he was incredible. Um, I mean, I don't know what, what more to say about him. His ball striking has been so impressive, and then his short game is so much better. Putting the crap out of it, too. So, and he won $18 million, and, uh, yeah. So, good work, Victor Hovland. I did, I found, did I tell you I found his house in Stillwater? Yeah, you did something like the biggest house there or something no right? i mean it's really not it's it like a th- it's a three-car garage it's like a 400 and some thousand dollar home i mean don't it's not like he's you know slumming it up but it's not a 4.5 million dollar home which you know he could clearly afford he can't afford to live at highland springs <laughs> the one that's probably true there. it's probably true there's a few that are, are, are a little nuts in that place um so yeah so i mean he dominated it really wasn't it got a little bit interesting on Sunday. Uh, Shoffley made a little bit of a run at him, but then he made that long par save. Was it maybe hole 13? Or he made like a 30 oh, – I, I thought have. it was 17 or something. Oh, it was before that. Hmm. He made a par save. He was up three at the time, and it looked like he was – he had a long putt for par. Yeah, and it I looked saw like, it. <clears throat> it looked like he, you know, maybe he would two putt, and then Shoffley would be two back with – four or five left, but he made a par save, and that was huge. He goes on to win. Uh, Shoffley finishes second. So that wraps up the FedEx Cup playoffs. And hopefully wraps up that uh, format of the tournament forever. Not a fan. I thought that was – I always thought that it was like the FedEx Cup was – or the FedEx – the Tour Championship was worth a lot of points, but you don't, like, automatically win the FedEx Cup from winning the tournament, but – Apparently, it literally was if you win the tournament, you win the FedEx Cup. So, like, Colin Morikawa or Shoffley almost won the FedEx Cup, and it probably had, like, the 20th best season yeah. like Morikawa did. So It's dumb. So, do you not – you would be in favor of not doing a staggered start? No. Nope. Just let everybody start it at even. And then whoever has the most total points for the year wins the FedEx Cup. Seems pretty. So I think that gives you the best champion. But if you look at sports formats Mm -hmm. and playoffs, I mean, you don't get always get the best team that wins the World Series. You don't always get the best team that wins March Madness. I mean, one seeds are gone in March Madness. But it doesn't even make sense though, because like the whole point of it is to see who's had the best year. I thought is that not what the point is? Well, I mean, depends on. I think it depends on what you 
how you how you want to go about it. Is it to see who had the best year, or is it to have a a tournament format where, yeah, if you had the best year leading up until that tournament, you have you are put in the best position where you get like college basketball. You get, you have a great regular season. You play well in your conference tournament. You get a one seed. Uh, in baseball, if you're the Atlanta Braves or you know Baltimore, you have this great year. You're gonna get to play at home, but you don't get. You're not just handed the trophy. The Braves, they have the best run differential. We don't just hand them the World Series. I guess, but golf is so yeah, pretty different. It's different. So I, I mean, I, I don't. I'm playing a little bit devil's advocate here, but Hattie said stop because <laughs> it's bad. We don't talk about Satan in this home. <laughs> uh, so I'm, I'm a little bit playing devil's advocate, but also that is the reality of how sports decide championships i'm with you golf is different you tournament golf it's already a tournament mm-hmm. yeah that's, it's a tournament within inside a tournament yeah so i don't know i i, I mean i i think i'm probably with you i would just rather them have three events and you know if they want to wait the tour championship to be more points than all the others okay that's that's fine but then it let, should not be worth as much as it is yeah, like th- the top three guys this year were Rom, Scheffler, Hovland. Hovland did good in the majors, but he won three tournaments. One of them, which he had a like what ten shot lead on ninety percent of the field, so it's kind of a asterisk win. Because <laughs> he dominated so much. Well, he would have he wouldn't have won if it was a normal tournament. He would have lost, but. So he won two legit tournaments. Rom won four, including the Masters. And Scheffler won two, including the players, and then was, like, top five in, like, everything. Yeah. So it just makes no sense to me. Like, I don't know. So, okay. It's like that is worth more to me, winning four tournaments, winning the Masters, and then getting second in the Open is worth more than winning two tournaments and then one, like, dumb formatted one. I just don't get it. It's almost like we're trying to take the tour championship and turn it into a fifth major. Yes, that's exactly what they're doing. Do the players see it that way? I don't know that they do. They don't. Other than the money. They're mad at it. There's money at the end of it. But, Mm. um, so, I mean, what what, what else do you do? So, let's let's go with your your suggestion, right, where we're just going to – it's just going to be another tournament. So the winner of the tournament doesn't necessarily win the FedEx Cup. So does the winner of the tournament just make normal tournament earnings and then the FedEx Cup winner gets 18 mil? Yep. That's what it used to be because Tiger won the Tour Championship in 2018, but then Justin Rose was the FedEx Cup champion. So I mean, which was fine. Here's the danger in that, from a like a TV perspective. Mm-hmm. So what becomes more interesting on a Sunday of the Tour Championship is if the top two or three guys in FedEx are not in the running for winning that tournament. Now we're more interested in watching, say, Scheffler and Rom play and they're done by 1 o'clock in the afternoon, then we are in who's actually going to win the tournament. Like that, that That's like, why they have the stagger start, I guess, is they want to ensure, if possible, that the best players yeah, are at the top. they're but trying to reward you. I still don't think it – like I'm fine with that even. I just don't think that tournament should be automatic FedEx Cup champion. 
Like that is way too much for one tournament. Yeah. Way too much. And yeah. I don't think people tune in because of that anyway. They're going to be watching anyway. Yeah. Like they don't care if like So, uh yeah, like here's a here's a testimony. Like I knew about golf's four majors. I didn't know jack about the tour championship mm-hmm. until this year. You know, like and that's, I was a very casual. I've become like a hardcore golf fan this year where it's on like every day. That was not the case a year ago. And yeah. so it's yeah, I mean, you're, you're, I think that backs up your point. Like, yeah, people are not – they're not watching for those reasons. Yeah, I – they definitely are trying to make it a bigger deal, which is fine, but you got to find something else. Yeah. Because that is just re- – like, Colin Morikawa did not win a tournament this year. Probably had, like, four or five top tens the entire year and yeah. almost won the FedEx Cup. Yeah. Like, even think about he that. Got on Hypothetical. A like, imagine Morikawa holding the trophy up. <laughs> Grand prize for the season. He's the playoffs champ. Like that is that's stupid. what that's what it's going to take probably golf, to get it changed. Golf is not meant to be that way. It's about rewarding the best year. That's probably what it's going to take to get it changed. Yeah. Well, it almost happened. I mean, what if Lucas Glover would have won? Gosh. You would have loved that. And the sweaty pants champion, <laughs> Lucas Glover. Oh, totally. He won gold bond. All right. So, th- I mean, that's I think that's probably good for tour. Hattie says the show must go on. <laughs> all right so that's probably good for golf i think we talked so much football that we're probably uh, eating up everybody's time so we'll kind of wrap this up we'll be back next week uh can talk more football get into maybe some Ryder cup stuff next week we'll have a better idea about some of the baseball stuff going on Um, and then we'll see what happens this weekend in college football. So uh, it's exciting to have football, college game day back. Anything else? Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Let's go. (laughs) M-I-Z.